This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. Hey, history lovers, guess who's back? Armand and Tony, Tony Hubert, Armand Kachigian, this day in history on lineupmedia.fm. Don't forget you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Podbean, anywhere podcasts are distributed and provided. Today on this day in history, we break down the events of July the 8th, throughout the annals of time. Armand? Yes. How are you? Uh, It's been a long hiatus. It has been. It has been. But we are back. Yes. All new. I've got some events. I've got some birthdays as well that are pretty good. You've missed some events. You've missed some birthdays. Uh Uh-huh. As usual. Yeah, I try to. Some unforgivable omissions. I try to keep Armand on his toes. All right. Where would you like to begin, though? I think, well, I'm not going to go before 1099. Well, let's go to 1099 because I had some questions about this event for you. Armand, this is the siege of Jerusalem. What, again? Again. Well, some 15,000 starving Christian soldiers uh, begin this siege of Jerusalem. And what they do is they march in a religious procession around the city as um, the Muslim defenders sit inside Jerusalem and look on. That's a hell of a siege. Now, this is, if this is not reminiscent of Monty Python, I don't know what is. First of all, why do you march in a religious procession around the city well, of Jerusalem? Since you're a heathen and an atheist. I'm not a heathen you, you and understand. I'm not an atheist. Maybe they were self-flagellating. I don't know. Okay, how's that going to help you siege Don't ask city? me what this was supposed to accomplish. I, as, as far as a siege... A siege is you cut off all supplies and starve them out. Yeah, it looks like this, those, the seizures were starving and the people inside the walls were doing okay. This thing th- seems totally backwards to me. All right, I don't know. 1099. I didn't read up on that one, actually. I, Why not? I don't, I don't really care. You don't care because 15, it's Christians 000. or because it's no, Muslims? It just didn't make sense to me. It doesn't make it, sense it to me either. That's why any, I'm asking about this. I don't, I don't. It's an important city, right? Jerusalem. It's the capital of uh, three major faiths located right there. And our embassy. And the U.S. embassy now as well. (laughs) Four major faiths located right there. That's right. The Trumpers too. And 15,000 starving Christian soldiers show up and all they're going to do is parade around the outside of the city. I don't know about this. Something, something's. Something's off, Armand. Yeah, this sounds like leftist propaganda. No, it doesn't sound like anything leftist. doesn't sound like anything rightist. Sounds like an odd military campaign. It's stupid. I mean, it was just a feint to lure them out. How do you... How do you cannibalism. What kind of religious procession would this be? The way of the cross? Hey, listen. Is that, is that a possibility here? Maybe they're, what, some kind of Essene sect or something. I don't know. They starve not 15,000 of them. Oh, why not? That's not a sect. I don't, I don't even know. If, could Jesus have fed, fed all them with three fishes or whatever the hell? What, he fed, what, 5,000 with what? Now, the Sermon on the Mount. What was it? Official, five fishes? Official attendance numbers are hard to come by. I don't know what the paying what crowd was that turnstiles? day. Turnstiles? Well, but, you know. Yeah. 
Was that the Sermon on the Mount when he fed him? Yeah, historical oh, oh. 5,000 is the, is oh, kind the, of the given Cana. number. That's not as big. That's water to wine. Mm. Nice painting, though. The wedding at Cana? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good painting. God, who did that? Damn it. I got a weird that. Armand, look in the 1099 more. The siege is Jerusalem. I got my own 1099 to worry about. I don't, Do you really? Yeah, oh. I'll, have the, I'll have the feds up my ass. That's all I need is the IRS. IRS. All right. Uh, let's Go ahead, proceed. sir. Proceed. You're, you're, you're still, it's still your. Well, one of my favorites in 1497. I love this guy. I like this guy. So I like much. him. Vasco da Gama. He got a soccer team named after him. Oh, that's what I figured. Okay. And uh, hey, uh, are you going to congratulate the women? Oh, how about the U.S. women? Okay. Congratulations. I hate U.S. soccer. Why? They won another World Cup. So Good for what? them. Four stars they now. trampled on the flag. Good for them. They didn't trample on any Did flag. you see that? They're dancing on I don't know. They, they were dancing Disrespect. in May. Disrespect. Get off your flag, high horse. Yeah. You're not supposed to be putting a flag on clothing. I, anyway. I wanted the Netherlands to win. I no. really did. Really? Why? Because they never won anything. I like that. They always like lose the, the World Cup they, final. Even the men. They it's got kind orange. Of an yeah, thing. they got nice orange. Uh, oh, the Orange Army, man. You ever seen them in person? Oh, it's Veronese. I should have known that. He did the wedding at Cana. That's a great painting. Pablo Veronese. You know how many times Jerusalem was sieged? A bunch of times. Man, oh man. Well, that's what the Crusades were all about. Once in a while, they'd change it up and, you know, besiege Constantinople. And now this 1099 one's part of the First Crusade. Yeah, well, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fourth, I think, is where they sacked Constantinople. That's one of my favorites. I guess my favorite's the Children's Crusade, you know. That was that was a good one. That was a good idea. Now they, the kids to do it. This siege was notable because of the mass slaughter of Muslim and Jewish uh, uh, people. Perpetrated, of course, by the Christian crusaders who were starving. For their own good. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't want to do it. Felt they owed it to them. That's right. Same thing with the Aztecs. Just like, like, just like Judge Schmales from Caddyshack. That's, yeah, that's what we've got to do. All right. Destroy the village. But anyway, back to my man Vasco. Yeah, what a Oh, Vasco da Gama set sail on the first direct European voyage to India. This is big because it's going to open up a trade route yeah. that's going to be taken advantage of for the next couple centuries. He actually got there. And it's going to be re- Columbus who just thought he got right. there. And Armand, this is going to result in, of course, the world's first corporation eventually coming that's into an existence. That's right. The yep. Dutch East Dutch India, East India Company. Company. Yep. Yep. Just And then the those Dutch, boy, them and their tulips, the first big bubble. Yeah. And then why do you need a Navy? You need a navy to protect trade routes. Yep. Yeah, the Dutch ran. Man, they, they they gave the British a run for their money for a while there. And who did this? Portuguese fellow. Henry the Navigator. All right. Now, he never navigated That was anything. 1497, Vasco da Gama. Yeah. Again, man, one of my Big favorites. He, he doesn't get enough credit. Have you drinking enough stuff? <clears throat> Guys, he is in here sucking down Gatorade like there's no tomorrow. My protein shake. Your protein shake. You don't need any protein. Yeah, You're fine. I'm trying to pack You're on fine. some muscle here. All right. What's up next? Apparently some sort of seismic hey, disturbance. Just a big one. 8.7 earthquake causes tsunami, flattens, uh, and damages more than 1,000 kilometers of uh, Chile's coastline well, in 1730. Nothing, Had a big there. one in California. 7.1. Yeah. But Not the a, big one. It was out in Mojave Desert, though, I think. It was way up there. I just read a Ridge scientific Crest. article saying that Apparently, these come in 65-year cycles. No and, kidding. And the, the, uh, the last one just ended. So now there's going to be a lot of 
Earthquakes? Yep. Out in out in California or on, the, away. or on the Pacific Rim in general? I don't where know. there always are. Well, the Pacific Rim, yeah. Tell me, how much bigger is a 8.7 than a 7.1? Ooh, and uh, don't say 1.6 because no, you know no, that's I, not. No, I think it's every it's logarithmic. So it's, mm-hmm. uh, well, let's see. If a 7 is, 8 is uh, 10 times, so it's probably got to be more than 10 times. Wow. God, that's a Yeah, it's a logarithmic scale. That is so. So, so yeah, but it didn't hit way where there's any people. So an eight point seven is ten that's times big, more powerful oh, than yeah. a seven point seven would be. Right. Correct. I think that's how it goes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Seventeen seventy five. The Olive Branch okay, now Petition. I got one. Oh yeah, well, that's stupid. It's, uh, there's a better one. So, the Battle of Fort Carillon or Carillon, as they would say, which is better known. Now later. I implore you, people who are listening. How many of you have ever heard of this? Yeah, well, you should because it was kind of funny. Okay, actually, how how inept the uh, British leader. It's actually you've heard of Fort Ticonderoga. Oh yes, that's what this was before. It was Ticonderoga? It you know, was there's Fort Carillon. There's a there's a whole class the of French U.S. Had. cruisers named the Ticonderoga yeah. class. Yeah, yeah, it's a great uh, bit by Moe and Curly too. Remember before Vaguely. you say Ticonderoga, if you can say Ticonderoga. All right. So anyway. This guy in, in what charge. What year are we in? 1758. 1758. Abercrombie is in charge. Uh, his uh, second in command, George Howe, was g- killed a few days before doing some reconnoitering, which would have been a lot better for about 2,000 British guys who got killed. This was actually the biggest battle, uh, the most casualties of any battle on the North American continent until the Civil War. Until Antietam? Well, no, nah, I think it was not that, not that big. Or so there were some battles before that even bigger. But, you know, the French and Indian War wasn't a bunch of skirmishes, basically. But yeah. this was 2,000 British. I don't know. They, they had like a four-to-one man advantage. and uh, The Brits did? Yeah. And they blew that? Oh, God, yeah. This guy was inept, this Abercrombie. He uh, Again, did he line up everybody in nice straight lines yeah, yeah. to Mark, shoot at? the bagpipes oh, and, uh, you know, the fifes and the bagpipes and the, the nice red coats. God, I'd love to fight those and, guys. And the, Brit- and the French were behind these, you know, breastworks and, uh, you know, these uh, abatis, I guess they're called. You know, the, 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 all the, the trees and everything. That sure. got like a, yeah, a little. So he had plenty of artillery. He had like 100 artillery pieces or whatever. He had plenty. Yeah. Yeah, we don't need that shit. Why not? Yeah, it's overkill. Just go, said, go with the musket? Yeah, maybe we'll just go in the flank. Try to attack at the flank. Nah, nah, just march right just forward. Just go right forward. We're Those the Frenchies, British, damn it. They can't hit anything. So anyway, the French did lost, like, I don't know, like, not not many. It was like Agincourt, except the other way around. And uh, you know what happened with this guy, of course. How many times do you have to get your ass kicked out on a battlefield before you realize, you know what? Marching in a straight line and a bright red coat is not maybe the thing to do. Yeah. And in fact, I think the, the, the 42nd Regiment, I think, had the highest rate of casualties. I don't know. Maybe even ever. I'm not sure. The British, really? Oh, yeah. Like, they just got mowed down. <clears throat> and anyway. By a bunch of French guerrillas. Yeah. Well, they weren't guerrillas. They were just, they were handling the fort, defenders of the fort. No, it's true. And then, of course, uh, a few months not later. Not really technically fighting a guerrilla war. No, no. Fair, they, but they just abandoned the place anyway. But Yeah, here you um, go. We you know what happened to Abercrombie? It's yours. He got promoted. Of course he did. Yeah. They made him lieutenant general instead of just, uh, well, I guess, major general. or whatever. Then eventually he got to be general. 1758. Yeah. yeah, yeah that's that one up. Fort Carillon. Almost 20 years before the revolution one. really gets underway, too. Yeah. All right. 1775 again. That Olive Branch petition signed by the Continental Congress of the 13 colonies. They're trying to make it work, I guess. Trying to. Yeah. It's, 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 it's July 8th, though, of 1775. It's a coming, folks. 
1776 on July the 8th. Now, this is just four days after the declaration is signed. Church bells. Well, allegedly. I mean, that's right. a big mistake. It was right. not. We've already talked about it. We don't know if it was July 2nd, July 4th, pretty, August 1st. We're pretty confident the majority of signers were on July 2nd. Uh, I don't know about that either. Is that true? I thought it was later. I thought it was in August. Oh, and there's more signed in August, yeah. You can't get... You Trying to get all those guys... That's like herding cats, Armand. Well, is, the only two guys at point, apparently, were, weren't they Hancock and who's the other? Wilson or whatever the hell's name? There are only two signers on the 4th? Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's, that I sounds right. That. I know Hancock. Hancock obviously took up some space. Like, you know, screw the rest of you. I'm signing big. That's like being given a baseball and signing well, on the sweet was, spot. Well, when, you know, he was when just, you're a backup infielder. He was just a, a, a crook. Well, he that's what smuggler. I'm saying. They all, all were actually. That's like you gave the baseball to Hancock, and he signs it right on the sweet spot. And then Washington gets the baseball, and Jefferson gets in there. Like, where the hell am I supposed to sign? Well, Jefferson wrote it. Although he just stole from John Locke. Yeah, but steal from good ones. He did. Good for him. All right. So again, 1776, July 8th. Hmm. Church bells ring, including maybe, maybe the Liberty Bell itself, uh, after John Nixon delivers the first public reading of the Declaration of the of Independence. So this guy, John Nixon, has to give, get up, get on the stump. John Milhouse Nixon? Not Milhouse. Whittier College? No. <laughs> that's Richard Milhouse oh, that's from right. Whittier College. I knew that was somebody. Not to be confused with, confused with Milhouse from The Simpsons. Oh, yeah, yeah. But John Nixon, now um, now granted, the Declaration of Independence is not the longest thing in the world. No, no, it's actually quite concise, thank you. But still, to that's how you, that's how you gave the news. Church bells? No, get up and read. Oh. We'll post it, but we're going to have a reading. Right. He had to be a pretty good orator. All right. All right. That's all I've got for events for the first half okay. before we do that's, birthdays. That's plenty. You know. All right. Now, who was born on this date? July the 8th. I think yeah. we got some good birthdays. I think you missed a few good ones. Yeah, tell all me right. what I missed then. All right. Well, that, nobody before 1831. 1831, one of my uh, heroes was born, the American chemist and pharmacist. Uh, he found a good use for cocaine. He thought, you know what? If I put this in a carbonated beverage and add sugar and some other uh, secret ingredients, it'd be really good. And it was. John Pemberton yeah, well, I invented Coca-Cola. Well, supposedly, I, I think he was supposed to be a medicine. And, you know, it's a tonic, and right? Yeah, because this guy was a pain carrier. This guy was a morphine addict, uh, Pemberton. God love him. Yeah, he was one of the, yeah, one, should have been on methadone. Anyway, I think they had methadone. No, in, I know in, they didn't have it. In, fact, born, in fact, I think one of our boys today actually he's, he's, was, uh, actually came up with it. One of our later ones. Oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah, if I don't recall. Let's see. I think he's on the see list, here. didn't he? Uh, yeah, the yeah the next guy. Yeah, the next guy's yeah. going to come up with it. Yeah, right. that's an Eli Lilly uh, product. But right. anyway, uh, John Pemberton, born in 1831, inventor of Coca Cola, yep. took it down to Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I think actually he invented it somewhere else and took it to was it Savannah or somewhere I think, or uh, it wasn't in Atlanta where mm-hmm. he actually made it. But he's a pharmacist, you know, and, and a drug addict. Have you ever had original fountain Coca Cola? I don't think so. I've had that. I had the new formula. Oh yeah, threw up. I was, it was like Pepsi. It tastes no, like it, Pepsi. It was remember? Really sweet. Yeah. What? Who? Uh, whose idea was that? I still think that's one of the great conspiracy theories. Have you ever done that on Surreal Talk? Surreal Talk with our friends Eric Hicks and Everett Hicks. Have I ever done what? The Coke. The new Coke no. conspiracy theory. Oh, that oh. it was all a marketing ploy. Maybe it's a good idea. <laughs> Didn't last long. Now, all right, I got real a night- fountain Coke though. Yeah. 
and I'm, I, maybe you've had it because there was a department store in this area that served real fountain Coke. And you can suck down about a 12-ounce glass in about one sip. It is so damn good. And it's What's the n- difference? I don't know. That's the thing. I like vanilla Coke. Uh, that's good, too. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Coke with almost any flavoring put yeah. in. I also con- cherry. I, I also contend Coke was formulated to go with ice. You should not be drinking Coke just, yes. just on its own. <laughs> Straight. Straight. Yeah. Coke Coke neat. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little syrup. Yeah. It should be a little wrinkled. Right. All right. Uh, I've got 1836. Joseph Chamberlain. I don't know how you missed this guy. Why why would I want to mention Joseph Chamberlain? Have you ever heard of Neville Chamberlain? Yeah. This is the old man. Okay, great. He's the father of a prime minister. Yeah. This guy guy wielded probably more power than Neville Chamberlain had in his day. Armand, I I don't have a internal ranking of great British prime minister. Well, this guy like wasn't a prime minister. You do, so why would I care about one of his colonial secretary? I'd say he was one of the biggies. Uh, well, again, I don't rank colonial secretaries. All right. Well, his other son, Austin was a Nobel prize winner. In, well, good for, for him. The Locarno pact. But this guy himself pretty much fought the Boer war or caused the Boer war to be fought uh-huh. in 1902, the second Boer war. And to tell you the truth, had this guy succeeded in what he wanted to do, there would have been no World War One. He wanted to join the Triple Alliance. Yeah. Germany, Austria, Hungary, and Italy. Okay. He and the Germans were getting along okay. So what happened? What's the, well, what's the friction point? Von Bülow, I think, was one of the German guys. Who, the, Klaus? Von, uh, no, not Klaus. Not that guy. Oh. This guy was... I think the German foreign secretary or whatever. These guys had some rankling. That guy uh, didn't murder his wife, did he? No, no, he certainly didn't. Okay. But uh, he won the Academy Award. What's his name? Won the Academy Award. Jeremy Irons. Yeah, Jeremy Irons. Yeah. Uh, Anyway. um, Yeah. So anyway, they wanted to join the Triple Alliance because British, they didn't want to ally with France. They actually wanted to ally with the Germans in the late 1800s, early 1900s. And, uh, and isn't there some royal connection there as well? Even absolutely, though, of course. Victoria's grandson was the Kaiser. Kaiser. Yeah, right. she's the grandmother of, you know, the grandmother of Europe. And she's got, to me, she's got Nicholas II on the way in, in, right. in Russia. Russia yeah. yeah, as you know me, I'm the illegitimate father of Granite City. Yeah. And uh, or I'm trying to be. Anyway, um, Joseph Chamberlain, yeah, this guy, he, uh, he's from Birmingham. He was the mayor of Birmingham. And... Uh, he was actually another thing that I didn't know about him that was interesting. I was reading up on him. He was the one that had the Uganda proposition with uh, with uh, Herzl, you know, the Zionist movement. Yes. Sure, we'll give you a homeland. Take there, it, there's take Uganda. Uganda. Yeah, take it, please. No, thank you. Oy vey. Anyway, so that, that would have helped. That would, things would have been a lot different, you know, if the Jews had settled in Uganda instead of Palestine, oh, which please. is where Arthur Balfour put them. No, what do you mean, oh, please? Well, if you're it's Jewish, true. why are you going to Uganda? Well, they offered him Madagascar, too. I, I Well, well I, if you got nothing, why I, not? I know nothing, but still, come on. Anyway, this guy... Uh, you're supplanting one people to put another? Come on. Well, uh, what was I going to say about... Well, the Triple Alliance, we weren't going to say. He wanted to join. That, that fell through. Uh, anyway, kind of everything that uh, a liberal, libertarian hates, this guy would probably embodies... Uh. Tariffs to protect oh. the anti-free trade, anti-laissez-faire, uh, free education. Hey, stupid. Stop. I don't even like him. And then what does know, that tell imperialist. You? Right. He, this guy really thought the British, which is odd when Neville Chamberlain was such a pussy that this guy wanted to fight every war he could possibly find and maybe, expand the British maybe, Empire. Maybe he thought he was learning uh, from, his, from his grip. <laughs> you know what they say, man? The, the testes skip a, skip a generation. That's true. Yeah. 
Anyway, so All that's right. jo- uh, Joseph 1836, yep. July 8th. 1838, one of the uh, giants in pharmaceuticals. He was a soldier, a chemist, and, of Just course, talked about him, a right? businessman. Eli Lilly, who founded, of course, Eli Lilly and Company. Uh, he would die in 1898, but born on this day in 1838. Also born on the same day as Eli Lilly. One of my favorites. You just like the name. Oh, I love it. I love the idea of these two. Really? Yeah, I just don't want to fill them with uh, with uh, hydrogen. Yeah, you don't want to do that. I want them with helium. Well, that's a better idea, yeah. But he was a German general and a businessman, and he founded one of the great companies of all time, the Zeppelin Airship Company, Ferdinand von Zeppelin. Yeah, it wasn't around. You can really see it come to fruition. No, he, he died, died in 1917. Yeah, yeah. So the, the great airships of the 20s yeah, and 30s, he, he never got to see. Yeah, he never got to see, uh, you know, the, the Hindenburg? Conf- conflagration. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. <laughs> 18, Herb Morrison. 1839, John D. Rockefeller, OJD, the founder of Standard Oil. Yep. Now, there's a great book you can read about him. Uh, I me, probably read it because I did a movie. I think. I wrote a script. I think he was prominent. It's called Titan. Was that the one I And I'm it's sure. by, I believe it's by Ron Chernow. Let me tell. Oh, let me Chernow's check this. Pretty good author. Okay. Anyway, this guy was. <laughs> yeah, it's by Ron Chernow. This guy was richer than Croesus, as they say. Uh, you know, he controlled about two percent of the American economy. It's unbelievable. He'd be worth about four hundred fifty billion. If today. you ever want, yeah, he'd put Bill Gates to shame. Oh yeah, three times with Bill Gates. Um, if you ever watched the Men Who Built America on the History yeah, Channel, yeah. the Rockefeller storyline in there. To me, is the most fascinating one. Well, what do you think about him, Vladimir? Well, I mean, I'm you, a, I'm not you a, robber baron and all that. Not a communist. Uh, <laughs> it's a socialist. He well, he understood the system that he was working in, and he exploited it to its full. See, I don't like that term. Exploited. Potential. I mean, that that implies something nefarious. To uh, me. I, I don't like a robber baron. You know that sort of, that. Now, Look, apparently, you know, the guy did, had the right idea. If any of these, you know, he started Standard Oil, and yes. if there was any competition that gave him any trouble, he bought the competition. He bought the competition. But he didn't. He paid a fair price. Nobody really I complained. Didn't say that. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's not a robber baron. That's, I didn't call him a robber I know, baron. I'm defending him. I don't care about you. Okay. Okay. But I think, but I think you have you, this warped sense if, of if you follow mercantilism. His, no, no, no. If you follow his story arc, uh, you know, starting in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Um, you have modest means. Modest not this guy did not start on third base. Yeah. You know, he's not one of these guys who hit a trip, you know, born on third base and claims they hit a triple. It's not him. Okay. He's a pinch runner. Uh, no, he, you know, what he did is double down a number of times. There yeah. are, you know, and Armand, as every story goes, there's a number of times this all could have gone belly up. Well, but social Darwinism, but he, he had a great idea. And the fact that when he introduced the oil, because it was not, you know, standard oil. We, today we think of gasoline. That's not what J.D. Rockefeller was selling. He was selling kerosene. Yeah, at first. Yeah, yeah at first. And to, to just make a product, a homogenous product, standard oil, in one simple, beautiful, you know, uh, silver can to, to light your, to fill up your kerosene lamps with. And when he recognized you know, what was coming, electricity. And how he pivoted at that point, genius. Well, I like his father better, actually. You know, he's the guy you ought to read up on because this guy apparently was quite a ne'er-do-well. 
you know, a snake, a medicine, pet peddling well, medicine. But I think that's that's where some of, some of that's where this comes from. You know, well, that's okay. Just, yeah, no, these guys are charlatans. It's know. okay. Um, but JD, I mean, from eighteen thirty nine, you know, by the time he's in forty years old, I mean, he's almost revolutionized. Yeah, well, a like large it. swath of the American uh, uh, economic landscape. Yes. It's I like really what he incredible. Said, I like what he said about uh, J.P. Morgan, though, when he died. Remember? Uh, okay, Morgan died. Because I guess they, they figured out how much was he worth, $20 million or something? Yeah. To think he wasn't even a rich man. <laughs> that was great. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. Uh, 1885, if I could afford these suits, I'd buy them all Are the they time. That great? Hugo I Boss, I love them. Uh-huh. I think they're outstanding. Now, born on the same date in uh-huh. 1908. He would go on to become the vice president of the United yeah, States. I think he was governor of New York. Too. He was governor of New York. Now, he was not elected as the vice president no, of the United States. Not. That'll give you a clue who he served for. 25th Amendment. Yep. He uh, he is none other than Nelson Rockefeller, who would be Gerald Force, uh, Gerald Bush's vice president. Um, no, Gerald Ford. Gerald Ford's vice president. Right. Okay, wait a minute. You missed 1894. Did I? Pietro Capitz. No, I didn't. 1894 comes after uh, Hugo Boss. 1908. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Nelson. There you Pietro go. Pietro Capizza, who? Pietro, who? Pietro. Peter. Yes, Peter. Capizza. Capizza. Nobel Prize winner, physicist. Of what? Russian. Uh, superfluidity. Probably pretty much discovered it. Uh, hmm. You know, low, low temperature uh, physics, liquid helium, etc. Worked on the, uh, the uh, Russian uh, atom bomb. Oh. Kind of ran a foul Berea. And, uh, yeah, but he came out on top for once because he told Stalin. I thought Berea got the best of everybody. Yeah, except the physicists because he told Stalin, keep this prick out of our business because he doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about because he's not a scientist. And for once, Stalin said, yeah, you're right. Or he probably said something like, da. Yeah. And uh, that was, yeah, Berea, he got the best. Berea did not. Uh, anyway, this guy, and uh, he was a friend of, uh, what's the uh, the other guy, that the the, the uh, dissident, uh, Sakharov, Andrei Sakharov. Yeah, yeah. These guys got along. But anyway, he outlasted Berea, of course, after he, you know, because he, uh, right. he got killed. But, uh, yeah, he got the best of him. Okay. Yeah. So that's what I like about this guy. All right. I got 1924. Have you ever heard of this gentleman? Johnny Johnson. No. This is the left hand of American rock and roll. Oh, God. No, of no. American rock and roll. This is the keyboardist. This is the pianist for Chuck Berry. Is that good? Yes, huge. Oh, huge! All does, rock and roll. Does he have a camera and a two-way mirror? In no, his he does not. Too? Know what Johnny Johnson was doing later in his life? Driving a bus in East St. Louis, Illinois. Well, that's that's where all pianists hang out. Look at look at me. I'm a pianist, and look where I ended up. Are you driving a bus? <laughs> I should be. Yeah, yeah. You'd make a good bus driver, Ralph Cramden Light. Hey, wait. Oh, I think I found. I forgot another one. Yeah. Alfred, Alfred Binet. 1857. Now, you know who this guy is? No, I'm talking about Johnny Johnson. Who cares? We, we moved he's nobody. No, he's the left hand of rock and roll. He's nobody. He's, nobody. Well, he's played about... with the Rolling Stones, for so God's what? sake. What's that got to do with anything? You don't really know much about pop culture, do you? I saw the Rolling Stones. I saw them in 81. Oh, yeah. yeah that's okay. only 30 years Johnny ago. Johnson wasn't with I saw him two weeks ago. Oh, did you? I yeah. saw Yeah, you posted on Facebook. Yeah, it was a nice clip. Yeah. What an ego you have. What do you mean? Listen. Quit spreading your exploits all over the, the internet, huh? Not an Be exploit. Humble. Went to a concert. As I am. Posted a song. Anyway, Alfred Binet. Have you ever heard of the Binet Simon? 
Is it a toilet? It's an IQ test. Oh. Not a bidet. Oh. You've never heard. They, they came up with the first IQ test. Oh, good. Okay. What do you think about that? IQ test? Yeah. I think if it accurately measures your ability to learn, it's a great tool. Oh, well said. 1877, Percy Granger, uh, Australian How composer. good can your IQ be if you keep missing these dates? We're already at oh, 1924, I, sir. I know, but you're, I, you have these insignificant characters, and I'm trying to... I'm up, just touching on I, them. I have nothing to add about Percy Granger. I don't like his music, but uh, if Percy, you, want, you want to check it out, go ahead. All right. All right. Can I continue? Yeah. Johnny Nin- Johnson's a cipher. Yeah, okay. ni- 1934. Now, here's one we can both agree on. I got, this guy's got to be a hyper... He's got to be hyperthyroid with the, Something. with the eyes he's got. Something. But boy, was he funny. Marty Feldman. I don't think he was that funny. Oh, young Frankenstein. Are you kidding me? One joke. I don't know. Him and his stupid hump. I, I didn't think that was very funny. I like, I like uh, the producers. You don't think young better. Frankenstein was very funny? No. I like the producers. Folks, can that anyone back me up on this? And I don't like blazing saddles either. Oh, I know you don't like that, but Marty Feldman's not in that. So no. I'm trying to think if there's anything I did like him in. I don't know. No, not really. I never found him to be that funny. Okay, and uh, this guy's not so funny either, but I guess I don't know why you put him in there. The next guy. Yeah, he's a good character actor, Jeffrey Tambor. I'm, he Wasn't he in the Hollywood Squares? Jeffrey Tambor? Yeah, him on, probably I think was. He was. That's some yeah. game show I see him on. Yeah. I've got a Hollywood Squares trivia question for you, too, today that uh, I think you'll be very surprised about. So did you, you never watched the Larry Sanders show, did you? Uh, yeah, he's Hank's, he was pretty funny. This is yeah. Hank's King. Right, Hank right, hey right. now. Yeah, that was pretty funny. Yeah, funnier than uh, funnier than Young Frankenstein. Nineteen forty nine, Wolfgang Puck. Oh yeah, he ate at one of his restaurants once where he cooked that oh, night. Yeah. How many thousand dollars did that cost? I don't know. I didn't pick up the bill. <laughs> Good idea. It was nice. Boy, though. a man after my own heart. Yeah, you would have appreciated. Yes. Mm-hmm. Nineteen fifty one. The daughter of John Houston, Angelica Houston. I kind of like her as an actress. Act, uh, won the Academy Award, I believe, for Prissy's, Prissy's Honor. Honor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. May Rose, remember? So I watched a, uh, a uh, Orson Welles documentary over the uh, 4th of July break about something, uh, this weird movie he tried to make at the end of his you know career. The Orson Welles? Something of the Wind. Hmm. Where he had John. Basically, there's no script. They just shot that film. And John Houston basically plays Orson Welles. This thing was bizarre, huh? But John Houston seemed like what a character. I think they're the. I think they're the probably the only. I'm pretty sure they're still the only family that has three generations of winners. Uh, so we got Walter uh, Houston, Walter Houston, John Houston, Angelica, yeah, Angelica Houston. Yeah, they all three won Academy Awards. All right, fifty-eight. Kevin Bacon is born. Mm. Six degrees, of course, yeah, of separation. Yeah. Armand, I think you're probably. I think you're probably within two. Of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I don't know about that. Well, what I know this did you date an actress? Yes. Okay. Did she ever appear in anything with Kevin Bacon? I don't think so, but I'm sure somebody she she was so on. So you're two yeah, degrees? She, yeah, I Or guess. three if you count the. Yeah. Yeah, so you're close. I don't like him. And then. Uh, Although he was good in A Few Good Men. He was real good in A Few yeah. Good Men. Jack. He's, he's a, there's a new Showtime series that he's on. Oh, he's yeah. playing a Boston cop. I, he's, he's, oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that. I guess he's a good actor. I, yeah. just, I can't think of any, except Animal House, of course. Well, that's one. That's an early one. Yeah. Phen- phenomenal. That's pretty playing, funny. Playing, that was funny. Playing the uptight pledge. Yeah. Sure. All right, that'll do it. 
for Wait, who was about, born? How about Beck? Oh yeah, Beck, the singer-songwriter. See what a loser he is. Ah, very funny. Gotcha. That's good, Armand. Didn't mention him. A pop culture reference from Armand. Yeah, no kidding. I know who Beck is. Yeah, I saw him open for you too once. Strange bird. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> it was coming from you. you strange bird. Outray. All right. <laughs> All right. Back to the events that uh, shape the world oh, that we live one. in. Yeah, now, here's this, a big one. Yeah, this is this. Now, this has significance. This this does have significance. And I'm, I'm shocked at the date, Armand. Yeah. If you would have asked me when the first issue of the Wall Street Journal was published, I would not have said 1889. I would have gone at least 40, 50 years earlier. Oh, I don't know about that. The Dow Jones and... I the get industrial it. average was. I get it, but still, there was Wall Street. Yeah, but it was. It wasn't the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah, I, I still, I get it, but there's still trading down there. There, there's still financial stuff coming out of Wall Street. Yeah, it's, it's coming out of there. But right. 1889, I, I wouldn't have guessed so late. July 8th, first day that the Wall Street Journal is published. Yes, and now for some good news on the stock market. Closing at an all-time low in 1932, uh, 41.22 on this date. Thank you, Herbert Hoover. 41.22. Yeah. How, how close, Armand, how close was it to ever just being zero? <laughs> I don't know about that. Is that technically not, even possible? Are they all going to go bankrupt, all 30? They all, just, they all went kaput. I don't know if they had 30 back then, but now they have 30. Um, of course, we're at an all-time high now. Yeah. Thanks what are we at? To, 20, thanks to Donald Trump. 27,000 something. 27,000. Yep. Uh, they're talking about 30,000. I don't know. Oh, it's possible. If he's reelected, it will be it's for gonna sure. Keep going. No, it's not the reelection. It's, it sure it, is. Does the, does the current tax regime stay in place? And it's not set to expire for a number of years, right? Uh, well, if the Democrats get in, they, they want to repeal it immediately. Hmm? It's supposed to be 10 years, apparently, but I, he should have made it. Uh, was that you that had the? I don't know. He should have rewritten the tax code entirely is what they should have yeah, done. But you can't in this, in this day. When well, age, you need you need a super majority in the Senate to do well, that. Go get one. You're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. 1947, one of the great dates in a. What is it? This is stupid. I think it is too. It was a weather balloon. Okay. So the re- over it. the reports are broadcast <laughs> that a UFO has crashed on July 8th, Roswell, New Mexico. Are we doing surreal talk or are we doing history? I don't even here? know that surreal talk would take this one off. Oh yeah, Nick Drago would love this. Oh, yeah, but Nick Drago is a. Alien. So, of course, this is known as the Roswell incident, and there's the pictures. Mm-hmm. And to me, what clearly is a guy holding material a from hoax. a weather balloon. Yeah, Piltdown man. Then it became an incredible, basically, uh, item of misinformation. Yeah. It wasn't a UFO. It was actually the skin of the Loch Ness Monster. Oh, really? Yeah, you didn't know that, did you? Well, they got the helium that uh, from... Uh, from Von Zeppelin. Von Zeppelin, yeah, yeah. From the Hindenburg. Blew up him, floating him on over. Okay, now we got another aerial well, factoid here. Now, this one's great. Now, he's already crashed. And he's guilty. He's already been captured, yep. and now he's guilty. <laughs> July 8th, Gary Fra- uh, Francis Gary Powers is charged with espionage, of course, resulting from his flight over the Soviet Union. Bit of trivia, what country did he take off from? Ooh, we've had this before, I think. Well, it wasn't France. No way De Gaulle would have let him go. Uh, <laughs> Turkey? No, but you're, in the, you're kind yeah, of in the right region. The Middle East. Yeah, uh, you, the Middle East is correct. You mm, took off from Karachi, Pakistan. Pakistan. Oh, all right. Karachi. He was scheduled to land in what country? Iceland? Norway. Norway, yeah. I know it was somewhere around there. 
Okay. Yeah, but who do they exchange him for? Oh, now that's the Bridge of Spies yeah. movie, right? Now that's Tom Hanks, and that's that Russian that they capture in Brooklyn. Um, and I can never remember his name. Colonel Rudolph Abel. Colonel Rudolph Abel. Yep. Yeah. yeah, that was a pretty good movie. Oh, that was a good movie. Yeah, and 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 they didn't. They weren't too happy with Mr. Powers, were they? Well, I, I don't know. I guess he wasn't supposed to. What do you mean that he wasn't supposed to go be taken alive? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was kind of a miracle that he was actually. From what? How he, the hell do you he, fall from ninety thousand yeah, feet and survive? Uh, yeah, they. I think they probably hoped that he wouldn't, and then. And I don't, I don't know if they gave him an L pill. Charge him with espionage. What else are you gonna? What are you actually gonna charge him with? Illegal parking? Anybody can. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he got shot down over. Do you have to even charge him? Impersonating a UFO. <laughs> come Impersonating on. Impersonating an extraterrestrial. Soviets. Come on. I don't know how they shot him down. Really, man, that's pretty freaking high. Well, he's too, he, man. Again, on the. Now, when he was shot down, obviously days and days before, he, he saw the missile. He saw it coming up, and he was told, now they can't reach that high. Yeah, I know. I mean, I would have thought they couldn't. But, but apparently. They could. The thing, you know, it, the miss, the uh, that particular missile is designed to explode midair. It's the shrapnel from the explosion that basically brings them down. It's not like the missile made direct contact. The shrapnel from the missile or just the impact of the missile itself, the explosion itself? No, no, the... Itself, the, the, the think it would tear, well, the, tear the, the hull No, that's the, possible because the U-2 is so paper-thin yeah, light. Not a, it's not like a, you know, one of those P-47s. No. You, you fill like <laughs> two tons. They come no, home with a couple of tons of uh, lead in them and still come back in. Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, what do you do when you get back to the to the U.S. if you're France? Yeah, pretty good life. Right? I know yeah, I did. Yeah, yeah. But uh, hey, fellas, good to see you again. In this day, you, know, you probably get a ticker tape parade these days. Well, or you get more if he just defected. Uh, I wouldn't want to defect. That's not a good deal. Yeah, what, 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 did, what did you think about the debates anyway? Ugh. Horrendous. <laughs> did you watch them both? Yeah, horrendous. Well, who are you voting for? Nobody at this point. What? What are they? <laughs> You know where my my sympathies lie, but I'll tell you what, Biden didn't do anything. That guy, he, told, he, he said he got caught off. Yeah, he got but caught I mean, off. I'm just saying, what, what what did the guy do? He didn't do anything. It's not his fault. No, no. I'm just saying, you know, but, what, what she jumped all over. She him jumped over him. Ridiculous she, stuff. She, uh, Senator Harris came out looking to take down the big dog. Why didn't he? He shouldn't even apologize. He's the only sane one in that whole bunch. Hey, man, busing. 45 why didn't you say are you kidding me ne- this is 50 years ago. next to abortion is is busing not the most complicated topic in america but if who have you when's the last time anybody brought it up we don't even bring it up on this show busing yeah i don't think we've even discussed it well i, I mean I, I i understand where the senator was coming from and her like you know i was the second wave that was a lie apparently too that was supposed I, she's from berkeley and or barkley it should be pronounced Anyway, and she wasn't bust. I feel bad for the guy. I don't think the guy did anything wrong. And then and now they're giving him trouble about. They're, they're just lining him up with yeah. the segregationist is yeah. what they're doing. So what? The guy's friendly with the other side. Is that a, in, the, in this country? That's a crime now, I guess. I don't, I, he's the only one who has any sense, if you ask me. I mean, I'm, that's my opinion. I don't know why he's putting up with this. My crap. family moved because of bust. Shut up. Okay, that's yeah, where I, I grew don't blame up. You. I mean. 
They're, 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 well, that's what he said. He's against forced busing. I'm, I agree with him completely. That's always. Well, I know you would. You should just say that. He said he's against the Department of Education forcing a state to. Yeah. And, and, right and, on the and money then there. Senator Harris basically declared herself a federalist right on the spot. Yeah, if that, yeah. if anybody noticed, a victim. That's what she declared herself. No, she declared herself a federalist. But you know, I, I told didn't, didn't we, there, you know there is a time for intervention. Didn't I uh, on the federal? Haven't level? I made that? Uh, but didn't I make that prediction on this show sometime? Somebody asked me, and I told him I think Kamala Harris is going to get the nomination. I hope I'm wrong. She's she's but she's a bulldog. She's strong. She comes she comes guns a blazing. I don't know. What do you think? She gonna get it? Um, I, I have. Who knows? Who knows? I do not think they're gonna. I don't think they're gonna nominate a white male. I'll tell you that right now. Well, you may Certainly be right. no one in his. You 70s. may be right. That goes for Bernie too. But I'm just telling you. You know, my sympathies don't lie on that side. But he's the only one that has any sense. Biden, I'm talking about. Hickenlooper's all right, but he just doesn't present very well. Nobody's ever heard of him. And the Pete, uh, uh, have a chance. Budigeg? I don't like him. Why not? Because he can't even run South Bend right, as if that city's doing well. He presented well in the debate. Well, no, I, I don't, don't, no, I'm not going to discount his ability, but I just don't think it's going to be a white male, although he is gay. That helps. How does that help? Well, you have to be some sort of minority. No, no, no. Sure you uh, do. I don't think you do. I think you do. That's how crazy it's getting over there. That's no. what's Biden's problem. He doesn't have any. He's not gay. You're saying he's he doesn't have black. an attribute. Yeah, he's not oh. a victim. He can't. Wow. He can't claim victimhood. Okay. He's just got common sense somewhat. And, 1970. No Richard Nixon delivers special congressional message enunciating Native American self determination as official U.S. Indian policy. That's bullshit. They don't have self determination. Exactly. That's why I mentioned this. <laughs> Uh, Are you sure this isn't John Nixon? The, uh, the no, other it's guy, not. It's, it's Richard. Uh, leading to the Indian Self-Determination right. and Education <laughs> Assistance Act of 1975. Boy, if that's not misnamed, I don't course, know what is. Which Nixon wasn't around to sign. So oh, that's right. 75. Yeah, yeah. He was gone. Yeah. He'd been gone for about a year. Just about a year. I got I to gotta check this. I wonder if it's on YouTube. And, I want to hear this one. In 2011, the Space Shuttle Atlantis is launched in its final mission. All right. The final mission, not just for the Atlantis, but of the U.S. Space Shuttle Program. Right. You know, and it's high time we, we get out of space and have NASA do what they're supposed to do. You Which know, is? Tell everybody how much the Muslims have, cre- have uh, contributed to astronomy and to study global warming. That's, oh. what, that's what they're there for. What a joke NASA is, huh? Are you kidding me? Look, you and I disagree about uh, why NASA's a joke, but we agree. It, I... There's never been an institution I've been more upset with in my life. What are they? What the hell are they doing these days? Because they, they lied. They, they, wasn't the, wasn't the uh, no, web Arma. supposed to be? Uh, they just lied. Up? They lied to us as kids. They just flat out lied about what. You're gonna vacation on the moon. Oh. You're gonna get to we're orbit not, the earth. Know, we're ever getting back to the moon. We're never doing. Let's any get of the that. damn James Webb. We're never doing any of that. A telescope up there. How about that? It's only a year and a half. Or, and I want to hear. I want to see a t- that head transplant too. What's that got to do with NASA? I don't know. Just science. Oh, it's just science, science marches on. Yeah. I wanted That's, to. I thought they were going to do that. I, I think the guy pushed out. I wanted to see the world from would you rather? Space. Would you rather see though? Would you rather see us get to Mars or have a successful head transplant? Hmm. I don't think. No, I don't want a successful head transplant because you're still putting in an organic body. If you can transplant a head, yeah, but, put it on a, put it on a bionic body. Yeah. But you're putting on a corpse. I don't. Wh- why? Why? Because I don't want. I don't want to be a corpse. 
I don't want to walk around and yeah, some. But you're not a corpse. You yeah, take I don't want to walk around head on someone's it. formerly dead body. Well, if somebody's dead kidney, you would take if you needed a kidney. Absolutely, you? Right, you take his body. But let's What's go the, the full. If you're going to go, if you can do that, let's go the full route. Let's go the full fledged bionic man. Well, I mean, that's still that's coming, I would think. But let's let's start with this. I don't think we're going to see that. We may we may see the, the, the very, Uplo- upload my consciousness to something. Well, that that's what's probably going to. If you ask Ray Kurzweil, that's what's going to happen. Do that. I'm all for it. The singularity is approaching. You got good timing because speaking of singularity and uploading of consciousness, it's time to tell you who died today on July Uh-oh. 8th. Yeah, and you missed the huge, the biggest one of the day. Did I? Okay. You ever heard of Christian Huygens? You got to be kidding me, man. 1695? 1695, Christian Huygens. Yeah. The Saturn, the Huygens, Cassini. He discovered Titan. Oh, I discovered the moon Titan. Yeah. Good for him. The, the uh, rings of Saturn. As moons go... And that's, Titan's that's, my favorite. Well, yeah, it's the only one with an atmosphere. No, I like Io, and yeah. I like Ganymede. Ganymede? Gan- Gan- Ganymede. That's the biggest one. I even like Callisto and Europa. Right. And you know what T equals 2 pi times the square root of L over G is? T equals The very pi. famous Huygens. Is it a constant? It's, no, it's a T. Oh. It's, a t- it's a pendulum. It's a period of oh. a pendulum which is what all our clocks used to yes, be based on. Yes. Huygens came up with that. And oh. he also came up with the spring, too. Um, anyway, for the, for the clocks, et cetera. Uh, boy, what else did the guy do? Uh, centripetal force, that, that's him. He came up with Can that Can you one. explain centripetal versus centrifugal? Cent, uh, centrifugal is what uh, centrifugal sends things out from a... From a, a, a spinning object. So, so when released, they go on the tangent that they were. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the centripetal force is what's on the rope. Like if you're spinning around with a mm-hmm. rope, that's what's on, that's what keeps it moving uh, always uh, perpendicular to the axis of the uh, rope. That's why it goes in a circle. That's what the centripetal force is. So that's that's okay. a, yeah. So that's okay. Good. I mean, I'm trying to imagine that in my mind. Yeah. Yeah, that's what centripetal force is. Uh, let's see, what else? Uh, he he uh, actually postulated extraterrestrial life back in the six seventeen hundreds. If you can believe that, I guess he did. he discovered the oh the first feature on another planet, which is the Certus Major volcanic plain on Mars. Up till then, they couldn't. Is that, is that like Mons Olympus? And yeah, well, that's the mountain, but this is the that's plain. the mountain. Yeah, okay, yeah, Mons, Olympus Mons. Olympus Mons. Yeah, all right tallest mountain in the in the uh, solar system what is that is that us probably okay all uh, right uh, yeah, all right let's see uh anything else 1721 Elastic collisions optics did a lot of work on this guy's like one of the greats this guy's like right behind newton wow so, and you christian Huygens. yeah but look who you put in well i put in this guy because uh he doesn't deserve to have anything named after him after i read up on him and you should too Born, uh, died in 1721. Well, the, the college, right? The yeah. university yeah. is named after him. Yeah. Elihu Yale. Yeah. What about him? E-L-I-H-U. What, what are you, a Harvard man? Yale. American English merchant and philanthropist. Yes. Mm-hmm. So? Got a college named after him. Well, pretty good college, too. Turned out to be a good college. New Haven, Connecticut. Yes. 1822, Percy. That's why they're called, what they're called, Yaleys, I think. Or, or now, Eli's, I guess. Is that that's, from a, that's, that's part of them. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. called Eli's. I think the official uh, mascot's what, a bulldog? 
Now, yeah. yeah. I think they changed it. Uh, Percy, Bish, Shelley. Bish. Bish, Bish Shelley. Yeah. The English poet and playwright. He died, he drowned. Dried, drowned in uh, where were the Ligurian Sea, I believe. Gulf of Spezio. Spezia in the Ligurian Sea. Some people were, you know, this guy wasn't real smart, pretty good poet. I like Ozymandias myself and to a Skylark. Uh, although, you know, if you start reading Shelley too much, you're going to, you're going to probably go, you're probably going to turn LGBT. Are you? Yeah. Yeah. He's, really? He's, he's, uh, he's rather a That's a side effect. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He was buddies with, uh, well, all the guys, South, Southey and, uh, Coleridge, Wordsworth, uh, Keats and, uh, Lord Byron, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, who said something about the, compared to him? Every man's a beast. Every other man, whatever. I don't know. Yeah, he was. He was married to uh, Mary Shelley. Yeah, Frankenstein. Well, maybe that's that why was she wrote Frankenstein. Wife, by the way, his first wife, he didn't get along with too well. Maybe, maybe that's why she wrote it when they had that little. She had a dream. Dream competition. What else was I going to say about it? Oh, well, he went. Yeah, his death. Basically, the guy goes boating on the on the sea in a, in a, in a craft supposedly which. They say it was not seaworthy, but apparently they've done tests on it. They found it, apparently. I think it just it didn't capsize, it just sank. And it was seaworthy, but he wasn't. He wasn't a real good sailor. And the guys with him weren't very good either. But they think he kind of had a death wish for some reason. You know, he was just kind of, yeah. what the hell, let's go out and sail. Let's roll the dice. I don't know the first thing about sailing, but But let's go. It'll be fun. Yeah. Speaking of a guy who might have had a death wish. Okay, who's this guy? 1943, Jean Moulin. I would think it's Moulin. Moulin. Yeah. Leader of the French Resistance. Oh, I wonder he died in 43. I should know that. Yeah. I've now, never heard of him. Well, see, I was going to ask you about him because he curiously looks a lot like Victor Laszlo. Oh, yeah. From Casablanca. Well, when was you he see leader a, of the Maquis? When you see a picture of him. Is I'll that sh- what they call I'll show you a picture of him. Oh, yeah. And that say, does. That say. does look like Victor Laszlo. Yeah. See? Well, that, was, that was, of course, uh, Paul Henri. Paul Henri. Lead, yeah. So he was tortured while in custody oh, oh, of, of the Gestapo. Yep. And he, oh, I'm sure they were gentle with him. Uh, he died. Uh, he got plenty of food. He died on a train that was in, <laughs> transporting him to Germany. Uh, and he died on French soil before crossing the border. Uh, uh, he, vive la France. In uh, Metz. Uh, Metz, yeah. yeah. France. M-E-T-Z. Not, I know what it, yeah. I know. Uh, not I M-E-T. Hell of a battle there, the Franco-Prussian War. Mm-hmm. Jean yeah. Moulin. Yeah, but... Uh, they make a movie rank. about the guy at all? Should have made a movie. Uh, I'm sure the French think, have. You would think Jean Gabon would play him. He does look like Paul Henri, though. So, uh, Yeah, I mean, there's and there's a lot of good conspiracy stuff surrounding him. You know, who betrayed him? How did the how did the Gestapo find yeah, out? I'm sure. 30 pieces of silver worth, by anybody. Worth reading up on. Okay. All right. Armand, I skip all the way to 1994. Uh, Boy, I got 1939. Yes. Oh, yeah. One of my favorites, Havelock Ellis. Havelock Ellis. Havelock. Yes. H-A-V-L-A-C? H-A-V-E-L-O-C-K. L-O-C-K. Okay. Very famous word. We were just discussing this homosexual. He, huh. he coined that word. He coined it. Yeah, although he didn't like it, apparently, because Why? he said, well, because it's, it's a, um, what do you call that? It's, it's half Greek, half Latin, oh. obviously. So Homo- it's a hybrid, and, hybrid, yeah, it's a hybrid word. word. So, yeah, he hated that. But anyway, he was he was quite a guy. In fact, all his buddies said uh, uh, this guy was a big studier of sex. Yeah, but apparently he was well, like a Kinsey virgin before Kinsey. He, well, this guy no, this guy was a virgin until he was like sixty or something. He married some gal, never had mm. sex with her. She was a lesbian. They had an open marriage. Interesting guy. Uh, well, how was he a virgin? Well, he didn't have sex with his wife. That doesn't make him a virgin. 
He can have sex with anybody. Anybody. Yeah. Male or female. asexual. That's what his buddies were always saying. Asexual. Although he did get aroused by, now I want to get this word right, undenism. Undenism. Yeah, I didn't even know what this was. You know what that is? He got aroused Which by I think he coined He got aroused term. by music? No, he got aroused by peepee, going pee-pee on people. Oh, God. <laughs> I told you he was quite a guy. Oh, <laughs> Havelock Ellis. Uh, big, big proponent of eugenics, apparently. Oh, great. Uh, yeah. yeah. He was buddies with Francis Galton, who we've discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and he kind of got off on mescaline. Oh, so he and Hunter Thompson had something right. in common. So he'd you know, take a little peyote and go a little pee little droplet on the tongue? Yeah, and then just uh, piss it out on somebody. All right. Um, Fun guy. 1994. Oh, and he called Ianism. Trans, uh, he studied transvestites, too. Okay, so he's one of the he got the guy, he got the G and the T, and the U. Got to add that one in. All right, who are we? To, oh, Dick Sargent. That's uh, the guy, that was I, the second one. One, yeah, second replaced Dick York. Yeah, no one I ever liked this guy. No one mentioned the thing. Yeah. Died in nineteen ninety four. Ah, okay, well that's too bad. Nineteen ninety nine, death of one of the great astronauts, a pilot, third man on the moon. And I always the get third man this one. on the yeah. moon because it is a great trivia question. Yep. Everyone can get number one. And two. Most everyone can get number two. Yeah. But boy, did the percentages drop on number three. Yeah. And that honor goes to Pete Conrad of Apollo 12. And he would pass away in 1999. Yeah, he, he died in a motorcycle accident. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I like his quote. I like this. When you can't be good, be colorful. Yeah. Yeah, he's exactly not right. Bad. Okay. That's a good thing. That's not bad for a dumb astronaut. Yeah. Dumb astronaut. These guys are <laughs> brilliant. Too, too much anti-gravity. It's not good for the brain. It gives, right. it gives you a floating cerebrum. Okay. A friend did send me a, 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 a weird NASA file the other day, which was a, uh, a report on the weight of fecal matter for all the Apollo missions. Oh, huh. how much? Uh, quite a few grams upon the third movement, apparently, I for everybody. They, but I thought they gave him that food that you're not supposed to shit at. I, I, thought, I thought so, they too. developed that food that you don't shit. You know, yeah. it's all absorbed. Okay, I, I got to check that out. 2006, June Allison. Never one of my favorites. You know, I mean, I don't know. She was Is married it because to, of the character? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I mean, yeah, because of who she played, played on she the honeymoon. Apparently, she didn't like it. The Depends commercials kind of soured me on her. Really? Uh, oh, yeah. But, but seeing uh, a good-looking lady in under... In, yeah, yeah. yeah. Apparently, her mother had to convince her to do those. You know, she thought, she thought it was a little tawdry, but uh, the mother said, hey, you know, it helps people out. No, it just helps people out. I don't think she needed the money. She was in pretty good shape uh, financially. Was she getting residuals from the honeymooners? Oh, yeah. No, no, she was never on the honeymooners. What was she on? She was a movie star. She was in MGM. She was in. Uh, June Allison. Yeah, June Allison. She was married to. Who am I uh, thinking of, Arma? She was good friends with Jimmy Stewart, made a lot of movies with Van Heflin. Uh, oh yeah who was she married to don't tell me yeah she did make a lot of movies with van heflin oh god not van heflin uh van johnson van johnson uh let me see who was she married to famous guy uh give me his initials do you have it d-a d-a it's not dana andrews uh God, how could I forget this? I know this guy. He's an MGM guy. Anyway, he, he dropped dead, right? And, oh, no, no it's Dick Powell. What? Where's DA? DP? They, they got David Ashrow as a no, spouse. No, no, Dick Powell. Well, he's no famous. Dick Powell, I think she was married to. 
who we know. Oh yeah, she was because she has uh, children by the yeah, name of uh, yeah. of uh, Richard Powell. Right. Well, so, that makes sense. Yeah. Pamela. And we all Allison know Dick Powell died. You know, from the 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 Conqueror. <laughs> he was he was the director of that. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, I, I think she was pretty good as Constance in the uh, 1948 version of uh, Three Musketeers. Uh, but she's always playing like the goody two shoes. She was actually really good in uh, Little Women too, with Elizabeth Taylor, the nineteen forty nine version. Pretty good friends with Judy Garland. She liked Judy Garland a lot. She was kind of torn up. When See, she this died. is how I remember. She got all this eighties uh, and seventies TV. Simon and Simon, The Love Boat, Heart to Heart, Murder She time, Wrote, yeah. The Incredible Hulk. She was in The Incredible Hulk. Well, at least an episode. Well, she did. Maybe she did need money. I don't know. But yeah. she was a, she was pretty pretty young when she was making all these movies at MGM. And of course, you know she was always followed around by you know Louis B. Mayer had his spies on her, so she never really? take a picture of her drinking uh, coffee or smoking a cigarette or any of that stuff. You know, because right. she was goody two shoes. Well, died in two thousand six. Yeah. Now, who was I thinking one, of from the Honeymooners? Jane Meadows. Uh, Audrey Meadows. It's Audrey Meadows, right? Audrey. Meadows I'm not even not. in the ballpark. Actually, it was Pert Kelton was the first one. Alice. 2011. First Lady Betty Ford passes away. Yeah. Well, Betty Ann Bloomer, and she was divorced. She was married to that guy Warren, and he was. She hated his guts, but he he went into a kind of a coma. She took care of him for like two years, even though she was going to get a divorce. And then he kind of came out of it. I think it was alcohol or whatever, probably. But anyway. Then she divorced him and took up with Jerry Ford. She danced with Martha Graham. She was a model, pretty pretty hot looking dish in her day. Mm-hmm. And she got you know shorn of a breast or two, right? Uh, and of course, alcohol. Yes, Betty Ford Clinic. And then she started the yeah she started the clinics in the rehab. Yeah, Betty Ann Bloomer. Twenty twelve, great American actor Ernest Borgnine. And I away. didn't know this. He was the first center square on Hollywood Squares. But you didn't know that. No way. I, no. Yeah, no. Yeah, I was surprised. Never would have guessed it either. Apparently, in the premiere, he was the uh, center, center square. He's center square. Yep. Yep. I'll take Ernie Borgnine for a... Yeah. Oh, man. Now you can tell. I, I saw a lot of interviews. I saw him at Lambert Airport one time, just walking along, but <laughs> smiling, you know. But I was like, wow. That, I think he was the first movie star I ever saw, just a kid. I don't know what the hell I was doing at the airport, but I yeah, actually saw just him. Just walking along. Yeah. I don't know what the hell he was doing. Well, he was... You know, checking out the bottom of the spirit of St. Louis or something. Yeah. Well. But uh, he was married to Ethel Merman for like 32 days. Oh, boy. Yeah, they didn't get along at all. In fact, uh, you know, she and wrote his a hearing, book. his hearing recovered? Uh, hey, she wrote a book about, you know, her, her autobiography, right? And there's a whole chapter dedicated to him. It's one blank page, <laughs> which is pretty funny, actually. That's I like that. But, uh, I, you know, he was the only man in all four Dirty Dozen movies, apparently. <laughs> I guess is that, is that a compliment? Yeah. Hey, he won for Marty. He won the he Academy did. Award he did. for that ugly Italian butcher. He did Marty. win for Marty. But was that 1955? Yep. Okay. You could just tell he was a nice guy. I mean, see a lot of interviews with him. He just yes. he, he, he looks like he, he was like happy really cool to guy. be in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. I don't think he don't wasn't think he a looker. Star syndrome, right? He and George Kennedy both knew that God had smiled on them. Yeah, yeah. And, no kidding. And don't bite well, the hand that feeds you. Yep. He he kind of. Did the best. He wasn't exactly a matinee idol. No. He wasn't Valentino. And boy, was there ever a guy made for pitching stuff to old folks. Oh, yeah. yeah. Ernest well, Borgnine, Wilford Brimley, George well, Kennedy. George Kennedy, yeah, man. You could practically <laughs> see his breath. He, 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 boy, he picked the right thing to, to hawk, right? Those breath mints or whatever the hell they were. <laughs> boy. <laughs> anyway. All right. Another Academy Award winner, though. Yep. 
And finally, 2015, the passing of uh, football legend, University of Alabama. uh, Snake. The Snake. Oakland Raiders. Did he win the Super Bowl with them? Yeah. Super Bowl 10 over the, no, Super Bowl 11 over the Vikings. Yeah. Kenny Stabler. Kenny Stabler. They call him a snake because he was like hard to catch or something. Yeah, slippery. Yeah. Yeah. He, he was a good. Yeah, it had nothing to do with his financial dealing. Oh, right? no, 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 no. He was just, I thought Tark, what, what's Tarkenton called? Oh, man. Tarkenton he was, was an elusive to, dude, yeah, too. Yeah. Oh. Did he have a nickname? I don't know. I just remember Fran Moore from Real People yeah, and from the right. Vikings or the Giants. I don't even remember him as a kid playing this guy for played the Giants. for Bama, didn't he? Played for Bear Bryant. Well, yeah, he? played for Bear Bryant and, and gets people forget. I, I A lot of football fans, I think, forget they he went to Bama because they can remember Joe Namath. Well, he was there when Namath won everything, and then he graduated. And I still don't think he got the job. I think somebody else jumped in, too. That's a good question. I'm not sure. I don't think he got – somebody else was in there, too, before him. But, yeah, he was like the sub for, yeah, Namath. Let me check that. I don't think he has as many chicks. He didn't get as many chicks as Namath. No, no way. Yeah, yeah. He was. Uh, what did he die of? Cancer? Not that old. Well, seventy, I guess. Emphysema or something. Yeah, he was on the freshman team when they when they win the national yeah, title. Show great team, man. Used sparingly as a backup in '65 to Steve Sloan. Yeah, Steve Sloan. Who the hell is in '66? He? he did become the starter. Uh, went undefeated, 11 and 0. Didn't he play in the Canadian League or something, or World Football League too, for a season or two? Uh, I don't know. The, no, yeah, the, he he pl- he played for something called the Spokane Shockers. Yeah, what the hell were they? What what league uh, was that? The Sp- probably a semi-pro league. Oh, man. Yeah. He's, he's pretty good. Uh, the United Football League. Oh, the United. Oh, them. Yeah. Or the Continental Football League. <laughs> the Hemispheric somebody. Football League. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> Quasi-Football League. Yeah, so so he, he takes Bama, the snake. He takes them undefeated. Yeah, and they still they got like third or something. And, they, and, they didn't and, win the national yeah, championship. They, did not, they, they finished third behind Notre Dame and Michigan State. Now, those two teams played to a tie. That year. Oh, and they didn't go to a bowl, I think, right? Isn't that how they, isn't that what happened? They didn't go to, they didn't do a bowl that year. No, Bama did. Yeah, but the other two didn't. I don't, that's yeah, why they, that's why they, 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 they got ranked ahead of them. Crap. Those are the good old days. Crap. We just, need more of that. There, there's no such thing as a college football national championship prior to the. I don't think there still is. Well, still it's, have a it, playoff, it's at man. least something. This is stupid. Prior to the BCS era, it's just a popularity contest. All right. Well, I think the most significant uh, event of the day is probably the birth of or the death of Christian Huygens. It's a big one. You and your Vasco da Gama. It's a big one. I love my Vasco. Nah, nah, I'll go to the Wall Street Journal. But I was going to say the Wall Street Journal, just a publication, just devoted to financial news and the markets. You ought to read it sometime. You might learn something. I used to read it all the time. What happened to you? How'd you turn into a commie? You know, I grew up, um, (laughs) they printed the Wall Street Journal um, in the town next to where I grew up. Where's that? Highland, Illinois. It's the Midwest printing location. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. So I'd have it delivered down from Highland every day. All right. Yeah, my dad, yeah, we were subscribers. Well, you should be. You know, most people are like, oh, you got to go to St. Louis. No, they print them right up the road. Well, go get one. It's easy. Well, no, I don't get the printed version anymore. Right. That's that's now so. the online version is a little costly. 
Well, you get the three. You get the three months. I think yeah. you get them for like ninety nine cents, and yeah. then they then they smack you. Then really they get good. you good, but yeah. yeah. But it's worth reading for the uh, opinions. For their op ed section. Yep. You betcha. All right. <laughs> you should read that. Yeah. No, I don't need to. <laughs> I know how the market's doing. Do you? Yeah. Oh, you're well invested. How's your portfolio yeah, doing? I don't have one. Then it's doing well. Yeah. You don't have one anymore either. No. So no. It's doing just fine. Yeah. So we're both in the Wiped same boat. Out. Yeah. yeah. All right. Don't, All right. Don't rub it in. That'll do it for the July 8th edition. Don't forget, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, any major podcast outlet. For producer Brian Crock and for my partner Armin Kachigian, I am Tony Hubert. That'll do it. When July 9th rolls around, we will be right here to tell you about it on This Day in History on lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.